Hello and welcome to the Later in Life Love podcast with your friend Mimi. This is a special episode for me because this episode, first of all, it's my first ever guest. And secondly, it's a guest that is very, very special to me. So if you've been listening to a few of the previous episodes, I mentioned that in episode seven, that's this episode, I would be joined by my boo. And he is here today. His name is AJ. Say hello, AJ. Hello, AJ. Oh, I'm supposed <laughs> to say hello to them. Hello, <laughs> later in life. Love podcast fans. I am here. And I'm so happy to have you. So I want to get started with one thing first before we get into the actual episode. Um, I'm reminded of a dear friend of mine, uh, my friend Mark, who when I told him about the podcast and what I would be doing, he said to me, please, whatever you do, don't make it one of these relationship lovey-dovey kind of situations where you're just talking all about your relationship. And, oh, I love you so much. And, and your boo is like, oh, I love you so much. And it's just nobody wants to hear all that. No, they don't want to hear all that. For exactly. Sure. They don't want to hear exactly, that. right? I mean, everybody has their own relationship. They're doing their own thing. And you don't necessarily need to hear all of that from, from AJ and I. Agreed. So the purpose of this episode isn't to bore you with the wonderful relationship that we have. The purpose of this episode is to give you a little bit of background because in future episodes, I will definitely be enlisting AJ in terms of uh, having a male perspective to some of the topics that we talk about. And of course, he is someone in his 50s in a later in life love relationship. And so he's, he's going to have a great perspective to add to some of the discussions that we have and some of the topics that we'll have in the future. But you kind of need to know a little bit about him and you need a little bit of context in, into how we met and how this all came about. So we thought it would be a good idea to start from there with just a little bit of an introduction, sort of an introduction to us as a couple, I guess you could say without all the lovey-dovey, mushy stuff, but the basics. Does that sound about right? Did I forget anything? No, let's break it down to the basics. I think the basics are good. I don't know where we're coming from, although the lovey-dovey stuff is still there, but we'll just keep it basic today. Okay, so we'll start from the beginning. So we met online. We met on a dating site. I feel like that's probably what, 90% of people these days? 90 is a high number, but I think it's definitely becoming more prevalent. Yeah, I agree. So we met on a dating site, and should, should I say which one? Nah, not unless they're going to pay us for advertising. And <laughs> we right? can club them up all day long. But right now, <laughs> just say a dating website. You know, you swipe left and you swipe right, and hope you get a good match. And I got one. <laughs> okay. All right. So, okay. So a dating website. Uh, probably the more I, 
I kind of explained this, people will figure out which one it is, but you're right. We'll, we'll see if we get a sponsorship before I actually mention the name. In this particular dating site, the, the woman is the one who has to initiate conversation. So I saw AJ's profile and it definitely appealed to me like attractive person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh-huh. <laughs> right. You're agreeing with this. Like you hey, did a great job on your, your opinion. Go for thing. it. Yeah. I put some work <laughs> into that profile and you just throw something up there all willy nilly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you know, you have to think about who you're trying to attract. Right. So yeah, you can't, you have to think these things through. So it was clear that you did that. You had some uh, a, a nice little essay on there. You had some photos that showed yourself very active. And you mentioned your favorite TV show, which I had watched in the past. And I thought, wow, that says a lot um, about him because it's a great show. This Is Us, which has now become one of my favorite shows, too. Yeah, This Is Thank Us. Thank you. Yep. You're welcome. <laughs> So I, I definitely was intrigued by AJ's profile, but I, I, was it maybe a little bit of intimidation or shyness? I'm not sure what, but I waited a few days before I actually reached out to you. Mm-hmm. And so um, when I did, I mentioned This Is Us, and I you know, said something about the fact that I, you know, I I have watched it a few times, but it was a little bit of a tearjerker for me, kind of got, got me a little bit emotional. So I hadn't really invested too much time in it. And that was the beginning of the conversation. Now, I probably should mention that I hesitated to reach out at first because I thought, you know, just right off the bat, I had some um, preconceptions and I thought, I wonder if we're really going to be compatible. I wonder if he's going to like me. I wonder if I'm going to like him. I wonder if, like, the the essay that he has sounds great, but I wonder if his conversation really is that great. Maybe he had somebody else write this for him. I mean, all of these things were going through my mind, and that's why, even though I initially was attracted to that profile, I didn't reach out right away. It was days later that I actually sent him that message. So we ended up um, exchanging some messages back and forth. And then you said, let's move this to texting. Let's uh, exchange numbers and, and uh, connect. On, yeah, let's, on let's get off the app and see if we can uh, make it just one step more real than just being on the app. Let's get each other's phone number. Ooh, there's a step. Mm-hmm. And so we started chatting um, on text and then moved to an actual phone call. And almost immediately, it, it was like, oh, wow, I can talk very easily to this person. This, this person is articulate. He's easy to talk to. He, you know, sometimes a conversation feels forced or you, you're feel like you, you feel like you're the one carrying the whole conversation or vice versa. They, they dominate a conversation. You feel you, you can't get a word in edgewise. I would say this was very comfortable from moment one. We really got along. And then I would say the pivotal point was when you said to me, let's tell each other our life story. Let's just, let's get all of it out. Let's um, 
cut to the chase beginning to end. That's right. I wanted to go all the way back. Let's start with our parents dating, us coming to be, and then how we came to be in the place where we were at that moment. Let's just tell it all, get it out there. And I have to say, I was really impressed with that because um, I, I, you know, there's so many different types of relationships that you can be looking for out there, especially uh, on a dating app. And so I was looking for something, you know, meaningful, not necessarily serious right off the bat, but I was looking for something meaningful. But I know you weren't necessarily. No, We've talked not, about that, right? not necessarily. Um, I was out of town, just kind of passing through, happened to have the dating app on, um, you know, just kind of looking to meet some new friends and hang out and not looking for something permanent, but temporary, probably very temporary. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I stumbled upon something that was a whole lot better than uh, just temporary. So I had to still continue to pursue that. And I feel like that's really important to to point out because... I think we can easily next people, especially as, as you're looking through the apps, you know, that's one of the major questions is what are you looking for? And if it's incompatible, you tend to very quickly next someone. So in this case, had we done that, we would have really missed out. So something to keep in mind. Yeah, that's true. I mean, had I based it upon the fact that this wasn't going to be temporary, one of my first questions is, hey, let's get together. How can I see you? And your reply was, uh, I don't know you like that. We're not going to see each other. <laughs> let's just keep this uh, on the telephone. And so at that point, I really could have said, ah, yeah, whatever. I'm just passing through and this is not for me and moved on. But there was that spark. There was that something that led me to believe that it could go way past just something temporary. That's a good point. I'm glad you reminded me of that because um, this was, we were definitely already in the pandemic. I would say it wasn't quite to the point where people were, you know, fully terrified yet and completely avoiding contact, you know, on lockdown everywhere. But um, it, it definitely was a concern to actually meet up with someone even to have coffee or go to dinner or what have you so I was definitely in that mode where it's like dude I am not stepping outside the house at this point yeah and my reply <laughs> was um, yeah you might be scared but um, I think I can convince you and even though you were adamant about uh, adamant about let's not me you know to me that sounded like a maybe Yes, and that that was the the line that really got me when I was like, uh, "It's not happening." And you said, "Sounds like a maybe." Sounds like a maybe. I'm like, "That's you know, okay." I got to give him credit for being kind of persistent here. But so we didn't meet up right away. We started just talking on the phone, texting. Everything seems to be going great. Um, and then, you know, we're we're in different, uh, as AJ mentioned, we're in different cities. It's long distance type situation. Um, just kind of passing passing through for some time, visiting some family, and uh, but we're really starting to really connect and talk very very frequently. Everything seems to be going great, and then we have to decide. Are we just going to keep talking on the phone and texting and uh, FaceTiming until the pandemic's over? <laughs> <laughs> or are we going to, you know, 
see if meeting face to face if it all just vanishes into thin air or if there really is something to this yeah we have to explore it just to just to know or not know and we didn't want to have those regrets later on and say oh it was the one that got away or i should have pursued that further or try to come back months later um we just had to go for it at that moment and so we were talking on i think we were facetiming at one point and this is now probably a month in, mm-hmm. I want to say, yep. a month, about a month in. We're FaceTiming on the phone. And I'm, I'm looking at this man, and I'm like, God, he's so doggone handsome. And I said, babe, you're so fine. <laughs> Except I said it a little bit differently, but I said, <laughs> yes, you're so you fine. <laughs> and that was that seemed to be a turning point for you. Oh, that was... Definitely one of, one of those moments uh, that I hadn't heard a phrase like that. Um, very humble and modest, and and not heard often that you're so fine. That that doesn't come about. So that was another point for you. Check point for <laughs> Mimi. <laughs> so at that point, we said, "Let's do this. Let's go ahead and meet in person." And of course. Um, there there were COVID tests, multiple COVID tests <laughs> involved. Yes. Which was, uh, that was definitely comforting. So um, we met in person and it was magical, I would say. It was just great. So sm- I, I felt like I've known you for years. Like it just did not feel even remotely awkward. I agree. From that first moment, um, I opened the door and my first comment was, you're short. <laughs> and I said, oh, okay, yeah, this, this, is, uh, this is all it was advertised to be, and I think we're going to have a great time together. Likewise, yeah. It's, it's so comforting when you are not catfished, when the person actually turns out to be the same, if not better, than they um, touted themselves to be or you know, displayed. Mm-hmm. Um, themselves to you and that was definitely the case with me i was like wow yeah he is he looks just like he i expected him to look which is fine um he is a gentleman he is um great communicator etc etc everything was just wonderful so that was um my around my birthday weekend so we got to spend that time together got to meet some of your family mm-hmm. your aunt your daughter and um i could have hung out with both of them or either one of them all day long too which i think is that says something I agree. so everything went great and then we had to now kind of maneuver a long distance relationship and what that was going to look like and um how we were how we were going to manage that and i think in that sense we've just been taking it one day at a time just discovering each other um continuing to have those conversations about how we're feeling and how is this looking and the future and possibilities etc etc and it's just a one day at a time type of situation I agree. Can we continue this on part two, give our listeners the rest of the story? Let's do it. All right. Thank you for inviting me on. And, you know, I do want to be an integral part of this process and 
you know, make this our own and our thing and look forward to being here by your side um, and, you know, inviting our friends and really taking this to the next level and seeing, you know, if we can help, seeing if we can lend some guidance to those that are later in life and looking for love. I couldn't have said it better. All right. Join us for part two. Hope you enjoyed part one of episode seven, where you got to meet my boo, AJ. We talked a little bit about how we met. And on part two, we're going to talk about a few things that we think make us unique as a couple and a a few things that we think uh, in which we have a, a little bit of a different take on a later in life love relationship. So you don't want to miss part two. As always, you can reach me for comments. Let me know what you think, thought about this episode. You can reach me at admin at laterinlifelove.com or you can leave me a voicemail at anchor.fm forward slash laterinlifelove. Until next time. Thank you.